Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. We have begun a new calendar and another 25,000 year cycle as we journey into a new realm of reality through the windows in your mind. We now begin with the knowledge of humanity and its divine origins from intergalactic conversations from the past and present. Let us look through a window into the ever-evolving consciousness and explore new possibilities with our place in the cosmos and the quantum world. Grandmother Parisha of Cherokee Heritage reveals the wisdom of the ancient past that will lead us into a peaceful future. Experience the love and peace through the exceptional wisdom of Grandmother Parishat as she shares science and ancient knowledge merged together to benefit all of humanity. Greetings, this is Parisha, and this is Windows in Your Mind. And this is a great and wonderful world that we live in and all beautiful things are happening. We're going to cover this hour with just talking and doing a lot of the Yama, yama, yama that I do each week here with you. Take an hour of your time and just kind of put my seeds of thought out there for you. And I so appreciate the many of you, like-minded, I kind of see you, as wanting to just share this time with me. I'm looking to actually develop the show better to where I can have some of my extraordinary friends and guests on. It just doesn't work right now, as I've explained before, due to the travels and all of the activity in my life and trying to manage the kind of clarity for the studio to record everything that you're listening to with the quality that our beloved Jules insists on. And that's much to your benefit and much to make us look a lot better. So of that, I am grateful. But as we move along and continue to do the things, the best I can do is kind of keep you caught up with the travels and the pulse of what's going on in the world and my part in my little journey in the world. This journey that we're taking is absolutely fabulous, okay? I know that I'm surrounded by scientists and people and, you know, conspiracy, uh, particular people that I would not call conspiracy freaks by no means they're very knowledgeable very much up to date on things that we normally would not be at all aware of or even understand what it is that is going on okay so i'm very grateful for my conspiracy friends and the resources and research that it involves to actually be in the know so i like that but with that always comes some sense of urgency and 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 definitely For those of you who are listening, beloved, it's not to make it your problem or make you wrong about this, but there's no way we can discuss the conspiracies without it being in a negative, okay? It's something wrong. No matter how much we want to talk about it, kind of put it in other terms, or even maybe other wording of how we are looking at it, it's still in the negative grid, 
and we're talking about something wrong. So then I look at that, and then, you know, after, and listen, I get bombarded with that, because remember that my life's work is in, uh, you know, restoration, disaster restoration, and doing services, and answering to the severe and urgent needs of people as they're trying to pursue and go forward in life. I do not believe in welfare. And so all of you who are hearing that, you know, don't start sending me a ton of emails about, you know, the codependency and all of the other outcomes of welfare. I do not believe in welfare. I do believe in assistance. I believe that if you find a person that's locked into chronic welfare consciousness, you need to help them get out of that. So you need to teach them some skills. You actually have to change a few neurons in their head and actually teach them the dignity of being actually absolutely self-respecting and self-reliant. So I'm not talking about welfare in that sense, but assistance, which actually means in any one of our lives, because I've had it from time to time. So I know it doesn't matter how much you're, you know, you're out there really doing for yourself in that. There are just sometimes that challenges hit you really where you least expect or where you're not prepared. And therefore, for that time, you need a bridge and you need somebody to kind of help you in that monetary situation. And that basically is what I apply all of my work to. And in doing that, you know, I come to see a tremendous, uh, probably the opposite reflection of people feeling blessed or feeling the abundance that I believe with all my heart exists. So then... All I can ever take to that situation is myself and my ability to hold that. And that's basically the challenge for all of us, isn't it? We have to really emanate the belief as well as the wisdom of that which we say we, we serve and what we believe with our whole heart. And when you're dealing, you know, with all of the particular stories or updates and information... On the other hand, the scientists, if it's not the conspiracy things that are going on that are very real. Please hear that again, especially those of you who are definitely dedicated to following this radio show and all of that we do discuss here. I am extremely grateful for you. Don't let up for a minute, okay? And then we go to the scientists that actually come forward and are giving us all of the updates of how the evolving universe around us is looking its effects on us and what our earth is involved with. And that involvement is the evolutionary track of things that's been going on for 650 trillion years or more. You know what I mean? So, yes, we're, we're a part of that and can ever we expect that it will be forever and ongoing. Well, that's up to you. It depends on how you think. I believe that evolution brings the the challenge of change. And in change, in accepting of change, everything's possible. I, I love change. In fact, I feel that I'm probably, if I'm addicted to anything, it's change. To the point that I have to discipline myself to be complete on tasks and on different projects and things I start. Because it's just so easy for me to jump to the next one. And so there has to be a, a, a manner of discipline that keeps you in the mode of which you've begun so that you do have completion. Because we all know the importance that quantum physics teaches us. There's a beginning and an end. That there's never the end between. You have to be clear on where you begin and where you say it's complete. 
and then the magnetics of the universe and what we would consider clear thinking begins to take care of the in-between that makes the manifestation all that you want it to be. So when we come to that, for me, it's like, okay, what is the greater thing when I look at humans? And I don't know how to express this, and I don't know how to expect you to believe it or even to be comfortable with it. But I love humans. I love humanity. I, I truly want you to try and understand it. I love humanity. All of its diversities, all of its darkness, all of its light, all of its you know disasters, all of its joyful jubilations, everything of it. I just see it as the absolute maximum of what the adventure and the journey that we call life is. And I've gone through some pretty, you know, horrendous times. Not, you know, this is not saying I've sat here with a silver spoon in my mouth. No, by no means. And by, you know, all courses of life, I have had my own tremendous challenges. I've had people who have tried to literally destroy me. You know, the tremendous ability of the media to just print lies and spread Un absolutely ungrounded, unfactual information has always just totally blown me away. And seeing it still going on still says that we, the public, have a great responsibility to that. Because they're just going to keep doing it because it, it to them it works. It, they create the sensation, they create the insanity of the story, and we buy it. So it's us that has to change that. Social media and news media is going to always be what it is it is. And it's just a reflection of us. But I've been victim to that. And I've, had, and I've paid the price of playing the victim of that. And then I've had to, have to come back in my own way and continue to be who it is I am and living in the happiness that I can create in that. So then I, like I said, then I look at all of this that we have to contend with. And very recently in working with some beautiful little ones, I love the six-year-olds, like the five, the six-year-olds, and the eight-year-olds. They ask some of the most honest questions you'll ever be faced with. And when, you know, they get bits and pieces of all these things, you know, because their parents are people pretty much of the same interest and stuff as I am. And they'll ask me, you know, Grandma, why is blah, 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 and they'll go on. And it's like sometimes I look at the beautiful, beautiful light in their faces and the purity of their hearts, the innocence of how we begin. And it's like, you know, there's this definite presence in me that says you have to be very, very wise as to how you respond to this because this is a seed and I know in these children's life that I am a, a person in a position of importance because their fathers and mothers have made that so. So I have to be very, very thoughtful of how I'm going to answer their questions of all these particular things going on in their world. And the fact that children actually, you know, are always concerned to the end of the world and all of the cataclysmic things they hear about and know then that they're actually drenched in the fact of how the movies and everything is based on all of these horrendous uh, different natural disasters and stuff like that and then they're into the superheroes you know I mean this really this you have to understand whether you let your children watch it or not it's it's around them okay it's around them so unless you're doing something different 
unless you're actually putting in the information you want to have there. They're going to absorb and have influence from all of this other stuff. So you have to be actively, you know, making sure you're putting stuff into that innocent, beautiful, pure mind of how you want them to have the strength, the belief, and, and the other choices. And then when I'm doing that and I'm listening to them, sometimes some of them remind me of people here and there who've walked through my life and their particular needs and situations, and then their stories come back to me. And then, you know, I look at that and the I fill up with, you know, I, I don't know how many of you do this, but sometimes I think if, if I could just rule the world, if I could have the utmost of impact on the world, you know, what I would want most and what I would want written on my epitaph is that always I seeded respect and consideration and love, that I, I would always want people to be of the very best that they are and and I don't believe that's unique to just a few of us I mean I jokingly and sometimes very purposely say to people I'm not for everybody you know they'll say you know Parisha you're pretty far out there or, you know I, I don't know how you expect that I could even possibly accept what you just said it's like it's okay with me because I know I'm not for everybody Okay, and so basically when I see the children and it brings me back to the adults, I become very, very much aware there is an innocence in us. No matter how long we've lived, and I'm talking to you today from 76 seasons, okay? And there is an innocence in us that I don't care how much disaster information we hear. I don't care how much you know, conspiracy stuff is going on around us. And I don't care how drastic our politics or are our, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, political backgrounds and, and stuff's going on. There's an innocence in you and me. And it does truly believe and tries to be peaceful with expecting so much more and so, and so much better. But then, beloved, that's up to being you. We can't look at them people that we say we've elected and they're supposed to do this. And, you know, those over there, that's their position, they're supposed to do that. No, what is your position? What is my position? Who are you talking to? The beautiful and exciting thing that I enjoy today is the very media that I had to fight at one point, very hard for my reputation okay, has now become the most powerful resource of my helping people understand the truth of a situation. And there's just, I mean, through Instagram, through Facebook, through, through all of these things that you, you have. How can you not take the opportunity, if not every day, because it takes a lot of time. I have to actually hire people to help me with mine. But, but with, with, within that day, can you just, you know, because listen, we have satellite technology and stuff that's monitoring the actual aura of the earth and the, the psychology of humanity. So if every one of you, every one of us says, okay, but what can I do? You know, how can I help change that? I have to work. I have to do this. Have to, okay, but then if you went on there just once a day or maybe even once a week, whatever you could manage, and just honestly take a moment and gather yourself into your center 
and and feel feel that love feel compassion you know it might be stimulated by some beautiful serene moment of nature or the observance of some part of nature or of you know a, a piece of music or just an act of kindness that you witnessed i mean whatever it is that could help you gather the energy to bring that into perspective and focus and just stay in it till you actually realize you've brought back that feeling and that feeling is real to you and in this moment it is the most powerful thing of you and then run your magical digits across the keyboard and actually say I love you you're important to me and I truly accept that we all matter that we count see beloved that is you being counted that is you mattering that is you making a difference we can't buy into the hopelessness and and actually buy into the the particular stress that that all creates here's what i know when we come out of the womb we are born on a clock that's going to take us to the inevitable death of our our life and every day is another day that's marked off i mean every day of your life you know you've locked that one off that's gone okay so right now being present right now being coherent right now that's all we have and it's up to you it's up to you it's up to me to in that innocence that we have listen i have talked to serial killers i have interviewed people who are considered the most disgusting aspect or part of what humans can be but there's something important to them in in their distortions there is an innocence and a kindness for something it could be weird and i'm not going to tell you it's not weird for me it is weird it it isn't something i can go ahead and give you explanation of because i mean i've just had to see it and recognize it what it for what it is not try to analyze it or justify it because there isn't any but to know it's there it's that seed of creator that seed of great spirit that seed of god that 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 light of intelligence of buddhic mind that we cannot destroy no matter what our actions are and what we become we cannot destroy that that inner connection is real and and i see it as an innocence a purity that even in the you know tremendous huddle of darkness just like the lotus being born in the darkest of the swamps there is that in you and i don't care what has happened in these 76 years of life which has been tremendous pilots has never changed that for me it has always brought me back with strength and power to go the distance and i i just want you to get in touch with that i want you to say okay there's so many things and yes i understand that you have to go to work and that you have family responsibilities and you have all these demands on your precious time oh but beloved 
there must be some part of every day, because it's all we have assurance of, is that we got up and we awakened today. Every day is the Sabbath. Every day is Sunday. Every day there needs to be some point and some measure of time that we spend giving recognition to that connection of what it's all about. About whatever it is that actually even makes it worth getting up for every day. Having that relationship, that inner related awareness. How do we get to that? We can get to it so easily and simple. It's like I keep getting running into people who are telling me how hard they're finding it because they're trying to do it through this particular, you know, kind of process or that process and blah, blah, blah. And they're all good. They're all good. You know, and I find in each category of these things, there are those who excel, who really go above and beyond even what I would consider the normal level of achievement. And so that's their thing. You know, there's a part of what I do every day that I do breath. You know, so I do the yoga breaths and the various tantric breaths, as well as the breaths and the manner of breathing that was part of my childhood and my native upcoming, okay? And then there's, you know, the body practices, the yoga, the tai chi, the various movements of body that's helped me synchronize and get circulation and all the body things moving, you know? And and knowing that, you know, I mind body and spirit. So whatever amount of minutes I take. And listen, beloveds, here here's here's how important I've made that. See, if you if you say it's something that you can skip for a few days, you have not made it mandatory then. I understand if if my being is not put into the proper setting and in the proper mode before I begin anything, this is a wasted day. So I don't care how late I may be at some scheduled agenda and stuff. I have to take this amount of time. I have to take time to do this. I, I sometimes... Well, I would love to have two hours every day, but sometimes I only have five minutes. Sometimes I only have ten minutes because everybody in the world's knocking on my door. Okay? And then I have to, you know, say, okay, but listen, I can't get any of this going until I really have the point of where I work from. I have to center myself. So there's times that I'm actually doing breath yoga breaths and different breath things and I've even learned how to do some Tai Chi motion under the shower you know what I'm saying uh, in the process of getting dressed I, I actually have learned how to get dressed in a way that I'm actually using different postures that actually help my body begin to do what I have to ask of it to carry for today I mean, where there's a will, there's a way, okay? And, and that being a simple statement is a, a, a very powerful fact. It's up to you to do that. Now, I have definite people who come to me and say, well, it's easier for me to do that in the evening. Where do you, you know, how do you feel about that? Well, all I can really tell you how I feel about that is that, that if that works for you, I, I would encourage you to do it as long as you're taking time to be of, of awareness of your very essence of being, okay, whatever that is. Uh, after 76 years and being born and it, and it being a part of every day of my life, it takes me little or no time 
to get to the levels I need. Whereas if you're just beginning and you're involved at some halfway point, it's going to take you more time. But the point is, you have to give that time. That That's the only thing that makes everything else worth it. So if you're doing it at night, and at night you're doing it in order to be prepared for how you're going to take on the day, I would say, okay. But even then, on awakening, you have to connect to that, because once we go to sleep, we enter a whole different level of consciousness, not only physically, beloved, but through our consciousness. We move through other worlds. Science has now proven that. The old ones has taught me that all my life, and I have done nothing but seek where can I validate that, and science has helped me validate that. We go out of body. We do our astral tra travel. We, we connect to different magnetic energies that we're attracted to and things when we finally shut the body down and just become consciousness. And you don't remember because you don't do anything to activate the cells in your brain to have you remember. That again is under your control. And, you know, we, we have been taught to be victims. We've been taught to relinquish our power. We've been taught to be obedient to the authority. What authority? You know, question what authority are you being obedient to? And, and when I ask you to simply surrender yourself, I'm asking you to surrender to the highest that you, you are. You know, not that you are under anybody, but to raise yourself up. So basically, in everything that I, I'm talking to you today about is you're there already. You know, you're, you're very much a part of everything that will ever make a difference in this world. And your present says that you, the individual that you are, is the collective of all who have come before you to assure that you would be present in this time. Think about that. You know, mull on that and sit quietly with that and allow that to actually roll through your awesome, beautiful mind. You are the accumulation, the collective of all who came before you to assure, that did assure, your ability to be here today. And then to just start looking at your days with more importance. That each are a treasure and a wholeness of themselves and that you cannot go back to yesterday. You can only bring yesterday here and move with it forward. So every day, making yourself knowledgeable of something you didn't know before. Making sure that somewhere in this day, your beautiful mind begins to comprehend something you didn't know yesterday. Little things like this begin to add up, begin to help that beautiful being that you are begin to be more than just a slave to its environmental programming. You know, how, how can I tell a person who is caught up in all kinds of zealous emotions on causes and, and you know, fighting against everything and, and everything is a fight and everything is wrong and nothing is right other than how they see it? How, how, do, how can I help that person? I can only love them. I can only demonstrate myself 
And when they tell me they think what I'm doing is crazy and that, you know, this is just absurd, it's never going to work, it doesn't change anything, blah, 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 they're entitled to that. I'm not going to stop, you know, my, my whole thing is then not start making them wrong and not start trying to prove my point, which is a little bit of the same, isn't it? It's just a matter of just, just being and saying it's okay. And, and I'm okay that that's how you see it. It's just not for me. And then we come to, oh, yes, yes, yes. One of my assistants here has handed me a list of particulars that you sent in for questions. And how do we explain the spiritual warriors and those who are to protect and rise up and slay the enemy? Well, I know this about energy. So I'm going to go to that, okay? I, I and, and again... I don't, I don't want to make anybody else's particulars wrong, you know. And plus, I don't know enough about whatever it is you think is right to make it wrong. So I can only speak from my own experience of that, right? And I believe that through energy and the understanding and knowledge of what energy is, and then to fully understand that everything is energy, okay? So therefore, the equality that we share is that we are all energy and of the same principles because that energy works in certain ways and in particulars because it is effective as a principle, okay? And so when we know that that energy happens to have this particular principle, meaning this is the way it becomes what it is, then we know what it does. And for me, you know, and listen, I had to learn this you know, remember who you're talking to here, or here you're listening to. This is 76 years talking. I had to learn this. That love prevails if we want it to. If, if somebody who is literally trying to destroy me, as I told you earlier on, 20, 25 years ago, a newspaper literally tried to destroy my work and my life and questioned my identity and everything. Hurt my children very bad. If if I had wanted to, I could have taken that up and fought it. I, I did start to pursue it because of my family's pressure. And then I had to say, but then where are you at in all of this? And how can you use this to become better and stronger? Because up until that point in my life, everything had been positive and reinforcing and very supportive to all of my work and everything that I was doing. And this was actually the very first, what I would consider negative challenge. Though it be big and massive, it still was my first big challenge. And I had to go back inside this body-mind and find what I would consider respect and understanding and understand energy. And if we look at everything as energy and we understand the principles of it, we realize that it is only our acceptance of something that actually gives it power or makes it so. Now, that does not mean other people in their reality, because some of this crap is still going on, okay? It doesn't mean that somebody else over there doesn't want to get on that bandwagon or has their own thoughts about that or for whatever the reason wants to support that. But that has to be them. And in energy, then I have to know that that's separate from me. I don't have to accept that. It does not have to harm me. Okay? And that in, in respecting 
that all is energy, then I can understand that they've been caught up and they have been actually led into this victim consciousness of playing this game. Because the principles of energy, first and uppermost, is judge not. When I know that I, by my fingerprint, tells me there is no other human being that has my fingerprint or yours. And I realized then that that says that nobody else in the world is going to be exactly like me. There's no way, no matter what kind of role model I think I'm setting up, there is nobody that can show me how to be me. I got to find why that defines me as one of a kind and different from all others. Not separate, different. In the mosaic tile or the back of the turtle, as a child I was learned in watching the different particular turtles and seeing the intricateness of their shell. It was a way for the old ones to help us learn, you know, the uniquenesses and the, the gifting of the contrasts or even the opposites. So then, then I can look at that through energy and in knowing that what I have learned and want to do is I want to love. I want to look at whoever is so tortured and disturbed, who has totally given up the innocence of whatever they came in with as life, that when, when you have taken another's life, when you have harmed, purposely harmed another life, there's something inside you that happens. When I work with all of the vets, and I work with vets from different countries, not just America, when we give them, when they come forward as heroes wanting to go and honor their families and their country, and we take them into the training that's given them, we put them in the uniform and we give them the weapons to go out and kill. These are our sons and daughters. They've been raised in America where people think you're supposed to do the good thing and that where women and children are to be protected and then they fire that gun they throw that grenade they see the effects they're never the same beloved they are never the same and I don't find it any different to those who do it out of uniform who hurt or actually bring about unhappy and unhealthy and, and un uh, un, ungiving and abundant things. There's this seed in us that knows the, the not acceptance of that. And it's hard. It's very hard to continue to work with that. And I don't care. And I've listened. I've studied about every technique there is out there. Every time somebody tells me there's something else, I go, look, especially if it's based with any good finance, you know, financial, excuse me, scientific and financial investment. I'll go check it out. And what I find is that it, it still all comes back for me. Now, I'm talking about me, and I'm only suggesting that you think about this, that love truly is the only answer. And that as long as we use, as warriors, as long as we use that well, there are some that you can't negotiate with, so you just have to kill them. Okay, 
how do you count that as a win? How did we win anything? There was life loss. There was bloodshed. How, how do you measure that as a win? But if I'm willing to keep working at it and using all of the principles, and, and listen, we have so many, so many wonderful sciences today showing what those principles are, is that if we can but grasp the very principles of that energy, that we are to love one another, that we are not to judge one another, that we are to have compassion, you know, that we are to honor then, then we would begin to understand that if we're doing that, it has an effect. It has an effect. I have stood in the most life-threatening situations, holding to that with everything that I possibly could, and come out okay. I'm not, you know, in the beginning, a few times, the beginnings of them was just okay. Well, here's the, you know, here's here's the hour of truth, Parisha. It either is or it isn't, and you won't be here to worry about it if it's not. And know that right now I have to prove to myself, long before I can tell anybody else, I have to prove to myself. And then when I get past it, even with the first two or three times, it's like, okay, is it really 100%? 76, I can tell you so far, it's been 100%. And I can tell you also that it always takes focus and it takes intention and it takes everything you have. So it's important that you just keep loading yourself with new information, with more information, with sustaining information that helps you live up to the fact love is the solution and the answer. And it has to come first from us. Now, very recently... A soldier, because I was working with a vets group, actually said to me, can you help me then understand? You're standing and maybe 10, 15 feet away from a situation. You see the enemy with his gun and you see him stalking one of your fellow soldiers and you realize that the soldier's not aware and is going to be ambushed here. What would you do in that situation? And I said, exactly whatever you believed you needed to do. And I watched him for a minute be very puzzled. And he said, so you're saying that whatever I did at that time was all right? And I said, yes. And he says, but I killed him. I, did, I wasn't feeling no love. I was scared to death. I did not want to be responsible for the death of, of one of our own. I saw this man and knew his intent was to kill him. I, you know, And he, he went on. Like the point is he went on for a good 10, 15 minutes expressing himself, and I let him do so. Some of the other people got a little harried about it, but it was okay, I let him. And he said, I, I guess I'm still just fighting for how does that fit in what you're saying? And I said, what I'm saying, I have learned how it works for me. That's all I'm saying. And one of the first things that I said to you that I learned in understanding energy was to respect it. And respecting it has taught me that the principles of energy have various particulars that it deals with all of the situations of life. And that until I know them, understand them, and actually know how to apply them, they are not working. They are not part of what I can do. 
Can I change a field of energy? Yes, I've learned to do that. But I cannot judge what you did. In that moment, you were in as close a relationship with love as I could possibly ever talk about. Here was someone you don't know other than to know that you have been programmed and believe that that's an enemy. You have even taken away its humanness. You cannot allow yourself to look at him and think of him as another man, possibly with a family, a mom, a dad. You, you, you can't do that at all. You can't relate to him at all. You've been taught that. You're acting upon that. But also in that moment, what I can respect, see, what I can identify with is my love. You knew that the actual life of the soldier hung in your hands. And because you said to us, he was your own, was one of my own, you did the only thing you could do, thinking with that. It's the only energy you had. You cared for him. You loved him. You felt responsible for his life and his well-being. And that's how you acted upon it. And he looked at me and he said, Yes, I have had no peace with that. Because in all of my time in uniform, that's the only time I could take credit for a direct kill. The rest of the time, yes, there was open fire in combat but never truly awareness that my bullet hit anything. This was different. And I said to him, so what you need to focus on right now and understand what I'm trying to teach about love is what love was present in that moment was for your fellow soldier and that you did all that you could do to act upon it. And no matter what else I'm saying to you that I have done and have learned to be different, I respect that. And he broke out in tears. He cried very hard for a few minutes. And some people consoled him. And when he was finished, he said to me, You just liberated me. By telling me you respect that. I come here today because my mom and sister has talked so much about what you teach and who you are. And to know that somebody, and he said to me that he saw me as a holy person, could actually look at me and forgive me. To actually say to me that I acted upon the highest love that I could in a moment of decision has freed me and whoever the man is that I killed that day. He said, I believe that. And I told him, then then bask in your beliefs, follow your beliefs, be in your heart. Because if you go to your mind and you build the guilt and you continue to see wrong in that and to build hate in that and to have all of the other things in that, you continue to kill for no reason. You're killing yourself. And then like he said, I I finally grasped that. So love, so we can begin to love the totality of the power of love by exercising whatever of it we can or that we have in any given moment. And I just sat there and listened to him, and I said, Wow, I could not have said it better, and you brought such clarity for me. So see, we we go through things in life, and, and we're expecting right now, 
especially as we move forward that everything you know once we come to know a little bit we think now we you know we got it all no even the little bit keeps evolving and changing you know at 67 years old i mean start turning around here 76 years old okay starting out in this as a child and then seeing myself as a young woman and knowing how how I thirsted and how I was self-educated in the sciences. I mean, I could not, still cannot get enough. I just read and want to know more about brain research and what we're discovering that's effective about ourselves. The more of that you know, the more armed you are to stand in love as whatever is needed. Until you have that, you're acting upon whatever love you do have in a moment. And that's just exactly what I want you to do. That's exactly what I'm trying to say to you. It's such power. So wonderful. And as you get to a greater awareness, you'll see how that was the best you could be in that moment. Then just be the best you can be. Make the decision from whatever point of love you can understand. Will we ever evolve to a place to where we do not have conflict, we do not have war, and we will not kill ourselves? Okay, then we will have to change the field of duality, the grid, and we will have to become a different species. So right now with what we are and how that all works, let us be understanding and educated and intelligent as to how we can use that and work with that. And then beginning to respect ourselves. For you to respect you will make a world of difference in our world. For you to look at that fingerprint and remind yourself, nobody else has this. So right now with everything else that's going on, where am I? What are my particular real perspectives? To stop trying to be the entertainer or be the public face that you want people to believe. Liberation is truly living openly what you are and what you believe. And that I, with that I take no issue with whoever is speaking with their passions and their truth outwardly, even if it's opposite of mine. It's as pure a truth as ever I can look at, whether it agrees with me or not. It's truly theirs. And in that that I have to respect all that is and know that from there I can go forward liberated and pursuing love at whatever level I can integrate it and serve it. So we've gotten off on some pretty heavy stuff right now and I want to get this off to Jules right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of what I will be doing is I'm dealing with vision-seeking time we're out into the wide open places of the beauty of the mother and actually just spending time contemplating on nature and becoming aware of what shares space and time with us. And then from there we, we move into the flow of ceremonies that are celebrating life. This, this, as I've said to you on other programs, this is the time of our sun ceremonies. Most of them are sun ceremonies growing, you know, I would see that growing and planting and everything is part of the sun ceremonies. It's the heart, preparing for the harvest. And so we're basically planting seeds of what I want, we want our future and our world to be. 
And I hope that from today's show, you'll take a few of these seeds and be more generous with yourself. Begin to work with it wherever you're at as best you can. And when you don't feel that you've done 100% or you're being critical of yourself, let it go. Just let it go, please. And just take a moment to take a deep breath and know that no matter where you're at, no matter what's going on, that I live every breath of my life knowing you're there and sending you in whatever situations you have the oneness that we are. Allow me to touch you as the wind brushing across your face, a drop of rain touching your face, your arm, the song of a bird, and these days even a license plate that has a very powerful message of I'm here and I care. So take this time and have a wonderful week. I will get back to you in as much close a time as I can in the seven-day cycle that we're working. And meanwhile, there's wonderful opportunities on our radio network, and that's Law of Attraction Network and our beautiful, beautiful founder as well as the guardian of what our work is. Jules is always there making sure she's emanating as any light would and beacons us into the safety of the shores of all good things. Love you. Have a great week. OCO. Well, okay, it's that time of being complete again and going forward to assimilate and use what we've shared and learned. It's with love of humanity that I serve, and it's always good when you're with me. I value you in your time. So I say to you, Olama Liaha, we are family. Walk in beauty upon the great Mother Earth and be the blessing that you are. I send you my hugs and kisses on the breeze and in the sun. Beloveds, I am always with you. Have a wonder-filled week and celebrate all good things. For those of you who want to keep in touch through Facebook, remember that it's www.facebook.com C-O-M, slash forward, and it's V-E-N, period, P-A, period, R-I-S, period, H-A. And make sure that you share what you want to say and share your stuff, and I look so forward to that. So until then, know we are blessed. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Grandmother Parisha on your journey to the windows in your mind. For further information or to contact Grandmother, please visit parishas-world.com. P-A-R-I-S-H-A-S-world.com.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.